Watch out. He's coming for you. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Um, but we're just, we're really excited. We're going to allow the Lord to just kind of do what he wants to do this morning. Um, even more so than usual, believe it or not. <laughs> and uh, so we're going to surrender this time to him. Make sure that we're putting him first. He receives all the glory and the honor and the praise forever and ever. Um, yeah. So we're so glad you guys are here. This has really been an ordeal with this water bottle. I'm sorry. <laughs> I should have just done it first. Um, but we are really glad you guys are here. And uh, we know that the Lord is going to meet us in this place. He always does. He's so faithful. In Psalm 41.3, it says, When they are sick, lying upon their bed of suffering, God will restore them. He will raise them up again and restore them back to health. So we believe everything that the word of God says. We receive that for ourselves this morning. And we're going to just choose to walk in faith for the healing of our physical bodies, our emotions, our mental health our families, our broken relationships. So we just declare the healing of Jesus over all the areas of our lives. We declare the breakthrough of the kingdom of heaven over all the areas of our lives. And we just honor you, Lord, for all the ways that you've filled our hearts, our minds, our souls, our spirits this week, that you've filled us with your Holy Spirit, that you've allowed us to walk in truth and in power. And Lord, I thank you that you're going to continue the good work that you've started in us and you will bring it to completion. I thank you that you are sanctifying us, that you're raising us up in the kingdom to be mighty warriors. And Lord, I thank you that you've given us the rest, the rest that belongs to your people. So we just honor you with all that we have this morning. We surrender our agendas. We surrender our um, time, our talents, our Lord, our ties, everything that we have, we just give you permission to um, turn it around, do with it what you will. We're here with open hands, with open hearts. Lord, any place we're harboring uh, bitterness, resentment, unforgiveness, any place that we are um, feeling unworthy or feeling shame, guilt, condemnation, that's not from you. We thank you, Lord, that you are cleansing us of all unrighteousness. Lord, you say that if we confess our sins that you are faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us of all unrighteousness so it's not just the forgiveness although that would be enough but you choose to cleanse us so lord we invite you to cleanse us this morning lord cleanse us of any unbelief or unbelief that we have any ungodly beliefs that we do have anything anything that we carried in this morning that doesn't look like you or your heart or what heaven has for us, Lord, we thank you that you are, Lord, you're working in this place. You're changing our hearts. You're changing our minds. We just honor you with this worship. We honor you with all that we do this morning. We just put you first. We set the precedent of Jesus first this morning, and we thank you, Lord, that you We'll fill the rest. So we just surrender it to you. 
We love you, Lord, and we honor you, and it's all in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. You guys can stand and sing with us if you'd like to. You are here, moving in our midst. I worship you. I worship you.
stop working. You never stop. You never stop working. Even when I don't see that you're working. Even when I don't feel that you're working. You never stop. You never stop working. You never stop. You never stop
Come alive. 
We're going to prophesy that he's enough, that he's enough for every need. He's enough for every circumstance. He's enough for your healing, for your deliverance. He's enough for your financial breakthrough. He's enough for your family. He's enough for your wayward child. He's enough for your uh, addicted family member. He's enough for your children. He's enough for your generations. He's enough for your bills. He's enough for your mortgage. He's enough for your job and your boss and your friends. He's enough and he's always going to be enough. And we thank you, Jehovah Jireh, that you have provided a way to the Father but you have provided in every area of our life. You've provided an abundant, abundant life for us to walk in. Thank you, Jesus. There's nothing I can do to let you down. It doesn't take a trophy to make you proud. I'll never be more loved than I am right now. Going through a sword, but I won't go down. Ocean, so I wouldn't drown. 
new covenant. In the Old Testament, this is a picture of the new covenant according to the prophet Jeremiah. It's straight from the mouth of God. And he says, look, the days are coming. This is the Lord's declaration. When I will make a new covenant, says the, says the Lord, with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. This one, this new covenant, will not be like the old covenant that I made with their ancestors on the day that I took them by the hand and I led them out of Egypt. My covenant that they broke, even though I was their master. The Lord's declaration. Instead, this new covenant I will make with the house of Israel after those days. I will put my teaching within them and write upon their hearts. I will be their God and they will be my people. No longer will one teach his neighbor or his brother saying, Know the Lord, for they all will know me from the least to the greatest of them. This is the Lord's declaration. For I will forgive them in their iniquities and never again will I forgive or will I remember their sins. So Lindsay Catherine came up and she said, man, something's missing. Something, something's missing. Can you feel it? Something's missing. And she said, the Lord wants to unlock a door. And, and I just know this morning that, you know, God is saying that, you know, you're looking for an answer. Or maybe you came this morning and you're looking for something to happen. And, and you're looking all around you. You're looking everywhere around you. You're looking up and you're looking down. You're looking high. You're looking low. You're looking left. You're looking right. But what God wants to do is inside of you. There's breakthrough that is coming into your, into your heart and into your life today. The, the, the new covenant says that he's doing it. And each one of us would know Jesus. Each one of us would have, the, listen, the revelation of Jesus in our heart. And I just know this morning that the door of worship needs to be open. The true worship, that we would worship in truth and, and in spirit, that in this place that we would have declaration in our hearts of who God is, and that even when we sing, that we wouldn't just be singing, but we'd be worshiping with all of our hearts, that the doors of heaven would swing wide because we were lifting our voices so high, because we are declaring in this place that all of His promises are yes and amen. So this morning, as we continue to worship, let's lift our voices. Let's let the, the Lord, let the, let the gate be open, Lord. Let the doors of heaven be open. Lord, we break off every spirit of witchcraft in this city. We break off every spirit of witchcraft over this church. We break off every spirit that's oppressing this, these people, Lord. We thank you that you are moving in this place. Lord, we thank you that there's nothing holding us back. That anything that says it's holding us down, we rebuke that spirit in Jesus' mighty name. Lord, we thank you for freedom. We declare freedom. We lose freedom in this place, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. I declare in this place that nothing is missing and nothing is broken. That we have all we need in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you that all of your promises are yes and amen.
147 3 says, He heals the brokenhearted and He binds up their wounds.
before we do, I just want us to continue just to press in and receive that He is our portion, that He is our healer. So one thing that I heard, too, as I went back to my seat a moment ago was just that fear, fear is something. And, and listen, this is a place, you know, that maybe we've never been before. Maybe you've never been before. Maybe this is uh, the people, you know, even today as we put a label and said, hey, the Lord's, this is a healing service. But I just break off the spirit of fear in this place in the mighty name of Jesus. You know, this isn't something that we just came up with. This isn't something the pastors of this church or the worship team here that, that you know, this is nothing that we created. This is, God said in Exodus 15, he said, I am Jehovah Rapha, that I, I am your healer. I am the God who heals. That's the Lord's words. It's not our words. We didn't, we didn't come up with it. This is from heaven. This is from him. He declared. Lord, you declare that you are our healer. I am your healer. The Lord declares. I am your healer. You know, another place, too, that I just want us to receive this morning, and that's in Exodus 15, but it's not only seven or eight chapters later in Exodus 23, where the Lord declares that he's going to give you that land. He's going to give his people the land, but he's only going to do it little by little because we couldn't handle it all at one time. And I just declare in this place that every place that is bound, every place that that you've stumbled, every place that you've struggled, every place that you've doubted, every place that you have fear, every place in your heart that that um, is hidden, everything in your life that seems like that it's like you know it's maybe you feel stuck or or, or just you continue to have hardship or circumstances. It's the same thing again and again. And and I just declare in Jesus' name that breakthrough is coming to your house. I just declare this morning that God is enough and he is our healer and and I just want you to hear something this morning that he'll he'll do it and he'll hand it over to you and many times it's little by little many times as a matter of fact there's places I, I was hearing a moment ago as we were worshiping that he's already healing people in this room many people in this room have already been healed and you don't even realize it yet like he's been healing people this morning as we've been worshiping that Holy Ghost has been touching people and, and this morning you may not have even realized the freedom that has already come into your life. So I just decree and declare that God is good. Not some of the time. All the time.
it's already been done. Pastor Brett asked me to do communion. Will you grab your communion? I know you're used to this. You call We call this holy communion because this is a holy moment. You know, and Jesus said in his word that this is something we're to do in remembrance of him. All you ladies in here, how many know your husbands have a tendency to forget things? You send them to the grocery store. Oh, what was I supposed to get, right? Well, God knows that we have a tendency to forget our position in Christ Jesus. So he specifically said, do this in what? Remembrance. In other words, call to mind, call to mind, rehearse, think about, meditate on what I've done for you. We can't forget. We can't forget Holy Communion. So Pastor Brad asked me to read a scripture, and I love this scripture, in 2 Peter, or 1 Peter Chapter 2, verse 24, says he personally carried. Come on, aren't, aren't you glad God gets personally involved in your life? Come on, aren't you glad he's a personal God? Come on, can, can you say, yes, Jesus, thank you for being personally involved in my life. He didn't send an angel to do this. God himself came down and did this. He said he personally carried our sins in his body on the cross so that we might be dead to sin and live for what is right. By his wounds, we are healed. Come on, say are healed. Say I are healed. I guess that's correct English, isn't it? It is now. (laughs) By his wounds, we are healed. I want you to grab your bread. Kind of pull it out. Pastor Brad taught us this. It's up and down. You break it up and then you break it down. That's how you get the bread out. You know, this is called the bread of life. Come on, say that with me. Say the bread of life. Here's the thing about spiritual hunger. You said in your life the level of your spiritual hunger for God. God doesn't set that. Do you hear me? I said, you and you alone set your spiritual hunger. If you're here and your hunger is at a two, you've set that. If you're here and you're a five, you've set that. If you're here and you're a ten, God, I am so hungry for you. You've set that level. God never sets the hunger level in your life. And this is why we take communion, because this is bread. This is a spiritual thing that we feast on. And when we feast on bread of life, literally our hunger level grows higher. You know how to grow hunger in your life? You feast 
and you feed on spiritual things. The more you read the Word of God, the hungrier you get. The more you pray. You know, you, you know we have a, a, a prophet in our life who says you pray two times in your life. There's only two reasons to pray. When you feel like it and when you don't feel like it. Those are the two times that we're to pray. When I feel like praying, woo, I got the goosebumps. Woo! You wake up in the morning, and I mean, I feel, anybody wake up and you feel a little gripey and you just feel a little grumpy? Come on. Come on, you just wake up and you think, man, I just want to be grumpy today. Come on. How many of you get out of bed sometimes? I do. I get out of bed sometimes and I think, man, I just, I just want to be gripey today. I just want to be grumpy. But I have a moment, and in that moment, I can shift it. I can say, no, I'm not living a grumpy life today. I choose to get out of my grumpiness, and I'm choosing to follow Christ. That's the same time praying. You wake up in the morning sometimes, and you're like, I don't want to get up early and pray. I don't want to spend time with God today. It doesn't matter. I'm going to pray. Why? Because in the natural and the spiritual, it's different. Some of us, we can just turn sideways, and we can tell. We eat even when we aren't hungry, don't we? Come on, just look at, look at yourself sideways in the mirror. Come on, right? You eat sometimes when you're not hungry. But here's the thing about physical eating. I can eat a meal. Normally I eat a meal. I push you away from the table. I'm like, oh, man, I'm not hungry. I'm so full. Pastor Brad and Pastor Shannon have fed us this week. And oh, my goodness, we have ate some food, haven't we, honey? We have ate some food. But see, physically, you eat, and then you're not hungry. Do you know that's not true spiritually? The more you feast on the Word of God, the more you spend time in prayer, the more you want to pray, the more you want to read the Word of God. It feeds your hunger. The more you eat, the more hungry you're God. And if we're here and we're satisfied where we're at on a certain spiritual level, because how many know we we can get satisfied on a spiritual level? doesn't mean it's a bad level. Are you hearing me? doesn't mean there's some major sin in your life doesn't mean things are going horrible. You're treating your spouse, you know, just wrong and you're just being mean and ugly and unkind. doesn't mean that. But we can get to a level where we're thinking, well, I'm, I'm doing all right, God. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm doing okay. And I'm telling you, we ought to wake up every morning and there ought to be a new hunger in our heart for more of God. Because I'm telling you, there is more of God than we've yet to experience. I was down there on the floor praying, and this is what the Lord spoke to my spirit. He said, there's a click taking place today. There is a click taking place in the atmosphere in this life and in your church. There is a click. God is releasing new things. You are going to a new level today. God says, I'm taking you to a new level today. I'm clicking you. I'm taking you in a new anointing and a new position if you will step into it. Jesus said, Matthew 5, 6, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. Again, you got to get hungry and thirsty for more of God. How do I do that? You just get in an atmosphere like this at church, and you say, Thank you, God, for stirring me up. Thank you for stirring me up. But, but here's the thing in the spiritual realm, too, and we're going we're gonna to pray, pray, and I'm going to turn it over to Pastor Shannon. Here's the thing, and, and physically when I eat, how many know it's all for me? <laughs> right? You don't eat for your neighbor. Well, I'm eating this steak for you, Patrice. I, babe, I love you, but man, this steak, I'm eating this for you. Come on, how many know if we did that, we'd eat a lot more, right? When you eat physically, it's for you. But did you know when you're eating spiritually, it's not just for you. You are eating spiritually 
to build yourself up so that I can go out into my lost and broken world and I can have some bread of life to give to them. Because if I don't feast on the bread of life, then I will have no bread of life. I'm just an empty, empty sound to them. But when I'm feasting on the Word of God, I can't help but walk into situations and I am the light of the world. I'm not setting my light on a hill and covering it, Jesus said. You're setting it on the light because you're a light to the nations. You're a light to the world. And maybe that's, maybe that's why our light isn't bright enough. Because we're not feasting enough on the Word of God. We come and we get one meal a week. You know, some people do that. That's all. That's the only meal they eat on Sunday morning at church. Oh, I love Jesus. And, you know, they come here and Jesus. But can I tell you this? The depth of your worship is going to determine the height of your witness. And worship isn't just a public thing that we do. It's something we do every day. We get in the Word. And we feast on the word. We get in his presence and we feast on his presence. And we eat it. It's like, mm, God, I just can't. I got to have more of you. So what do you do? Going to work, you turn off the radio and you say, God, I just got to talk to you. I just got to hang out with you. I need I need a word today. I need, I need you to deposit something in my heart because I'm going to go to work. And Joe, God, I, I, I talked to him last week. His marriage is messed up and he needs something. He doesn't need me. He needs you. So, Lord, I'm feasting on you and I'm asking you, give me a word for him today. So all of a sudden, God gives you a word and you go talk to Joe. Joe, let me tell you what God told me about you. And you release the word of God to Joe and it messes Joe up. It changes his life forever. You see, that's the spiritual bread that we're eating on when we feast on Jesus, the bread of life. It's not just for me. It's for everyone that I come in contact with. So I want to ask you, how is your hunger level? What is your hunger level today? How high is it? Is it a one? Is it a five? Is it a ten? You've set that. God did not set that for you. And we say, well, I, you know, Pastor Phil, I'm a man, you know, and that's, that's spiritual stuff's kind of for women, and, you know, we, we, we men aren't supposed to be emotional, really. Well, another scripture Pastor Brad asked me to read. Listen to this. This is what we're going to do today. It says, a cheerful heart is good medicine, but a broken spirit saps a person's strength. That's Proverbs 17, 22. See, the Bible says Jesus was anointed with the oil of gladness above his peers. Jesus was not a Debbie Downer. He was the life of the party when he showed up. People loved being around him. They just couldn't help being around him. Why? Because he was so full of the joy of his father. Doesn't the Bible say the joy of the Lord is our strength? There ought to be a smile on our steps. But you know, Pastor Brad, it's so crazy because sometimes we Christians, man, we're the most depressed person that walks in the room. Not in this place. I'm talking about other churches. You know, they're, they, they call themselves Christians, but, you know, they look just as depressed as the world. They're not smiling. They're mad. They're grouchy. They're grumpy. And I know you got this message. I'm just reminding you what you already know that Pastor Brad's already taught you. The joy of the Lord. we gotta, we got to take our medicine. What's our medicine? The bread 
the body of Jesus Christ. This is why this is Holy Communion. Come on, it's not just a wafer you're putting on your tongue and it's going to get dissolved. This is the body of life. This is our life. And Jesus said, do this in remembrance of me. Why? Because we forget. We just make it a ritual. We just make it something we do. And today I want to remind you, I want to stir up your faith. I want to stir up your spirit to say, God, I want to go to a new level. I want to hear the click, and I want you to take me up to a new level of hungering and thirsting for you. God, I'm asking for a new appetite. I'm asking for a fresh appetite. God, I'm asking for fresh manna. And and didn't he say this in, in the word? The manna that you gather today, it's going to spoil tomorrow. That's why you got to do it every day. Listen, the Word of God, the presence of God you got last week, last month, come on, the experience you had, that's last time. There's a new experience God wants to give all of us today. There's a new presence. There's a new joy. There's a new peace. There's a newness God wants to do in our life today. Come on, can you just release your faith with me in that? Come on, stand up with me if you can. I want you to grab the bread. And and here's the truth. Nothing, come on, say that word with me, say nothing. Nothing in our life comes from us. It's, It's God that even puts in us a hunger for Him. But you and I activate that hunger by being obedient to it. If you don't obey, then you miss out. And you know, worship isn't singing songs. You know, the really, the purest form of worship is obedience. Abraham went and he sacrificed his son Isaac on the altar. Do you remember that story? And what did he tell those, his servants that were here? He was just going to go a little further and he says, he says, the lad and I are going to go a little further and worship. There was no harp playing. There wasn't a drummer. By the way, I love I love you on those drums. Oh my God, you are anointed by the Holy Spirit. There is a sound that comes out when you are banging on that drum. Woo! Thank you, Jesus. But he said, I'll go worship. Again, there was no music. What was he doing? He was obeying the word of God. That's the purest form of worship. It's not singing a song, though. How many glad we get to sing a song? Thank God for this incredible worship team, right? Okay, I'm rambling. Sorry. Grab the bread. Why don't you just look at it for just a moment? Just let the Lord search your heart. Just ask the Lord. Say, Lord, am, am I hungry enough for you? Do you need to increase my hunger today? Because you said, by your stripes, I'm healed. God, that's physically, that's spiritually, because you've forgiven us of our sins. That's socially, you're going to help me be a better spouse, a better parent, a better friend, maybe a better son and daughter. That's financially, because God wants to bless you financially. But it's also physically. Here, he wants to heal you. So, Lord, do you want to heal me? Yes, he wants to heal you. 
many times, you know, there's a point in my life, and I'll maybe later be able to share this story with you. But I was praying with God about something, and the Holy Spirit specifically spoke to me and said, Son, you're not waiting on me. I'm waiting on you. That's the way, same way with healing. So break the bread. Let me pray a blessing of thanksgiving over it, and then we'll take the bread of life. Lord, we hold in our hands not just a, a piece of bread with elements that make it up, but Lord, this is symbolic of your body. You said you're the bread of life. And Lord, today as we take this bread into our mouths, it's going to get digested and it's going to all of our cells, it's going to every organ, it's going into every part of us. And Lord, may we experience you in that way. May you get inside of us and go to every part of our being. May you go to our mind, may you go to our hands, the works that we do, may you go to our feet, the path and the places we go. Go into every cell, all of us. May all of us be surrendered to you. Because, Lord, the world is yet to see a man or woman that is fully surrendered to you, what you can do through them and what you are doing in them. So, Lord, help us today a little more, a little more surrender, a little more today. Increase our hunger for you. Take us to the next level, God. We thank you and we ask for that in the mighty name of Jesus. Come on, will you take with me? Come on, will you just thank him? As Pastor Shannon comes, will you just thank him for that? the blood that we hold in our hands. The blood of Jesus is not passive. This is not something that he's like, I'm just going to drop a little here and a little there. The blood of Jesus covers everything. And everything has to bow its name to the, to the blood of Jesus Christ. It, just, it can't come against the blood. Anything of this world, anything from any principality, any spiritual realm that is not of heaven has to bow its knee to the blood of Jesus Christ. So, Lord, I thank you that your blood is not passive. I thank you that it is active and it is alive, Lord Jesus. I thank you, Father God, that it covers everyone in this room. Lord, we've talked about that you are enough, Father God. And there is nothing that your blood cannot cleanse. There is nothing so before we take the blood, there's the place where we have to examine our own hearts and we have to look at ourselves and we have to say, God, is there anything in me that I've not forgiven someone of? Because your blood forgives me. Your blood is what allows me to not be separated from you, Jesus. So is there anything in me, Lord? Search me out, oh God. 
look within my heart. A couple of weeks ago, Pastor Colleen shared about the stones that can get hidden in our hearts. And some may be boulders, and y'all, some may be pebbles and little rocks. But we have to ask God to search those places out within us because the enemy wants to keep it behind lock and key. He wants to keep it four floors down, locked in the darkness. We talked about that too. That when light comes in, the darkness has to flee. So Lord, search our heart out in this moment, Lord. Just spend a moment with him and ask him, Lord, what's the next layer that you want to remove? Bring me closer to you, God. Draw me in to who you are. Let me see you in a new way today, God. Cleanse me so that I can love my spouse or my neighbor or my parents the way that you've called me to, Lord. Help me minister to those on the street, Lord, but I can't if my heart is jammed or blocked up, Lord. waiting. He just needs your permission. So just pray, Lord. I choose to forgive whoever it is I choose to forgive him Lord because I can't move forward with my healing Lord I choose to forgive him Lord because you've freely forgiven me so I freely choose to forgive raise the cup of redemption. The place where you stepped in for us, Lord. Jesus, we freely choose to partake today. And just as Pastor Phil has shared, because we want to remember God. We don't want to forget who you are. We don't want to forget the miracle that you did in our life. What you've delivered us from, God. I woke up this morning with my spirit but God those are the words I kept hearing but God so as we take the juice today let's watch God do another miracle in our lives because it's new today just as Pastor Phil was sharing too it's new today his blood every day is fresh and as he as pastor phil shared too how much do you want it reach out for the blood today reach out for the oil today because it's fresh and it's waiting for you so father god we thank you for the cup of redemption we thank you for the blood of jesus christ lord we thank you that it cleanses every place and every space lord so we take it today in remembrance of you to honor you, God, because you are a mighty, holy Savior. Thank you for the blood, Jesus.
scriptures. Psalm 103.3 Who forgives all of your sins and who heals all your disease? Oh Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you God, you are mighty. Jeremiah 33.6 I'm getting older so I need to lean down and like open my eyes to look for the word. Um Nevertheless, keep watching. I will restore this city and heal the wounds of my people. I will lavish them with peace and stability. And another translation in place of stability says abundance. His heart is to lavish us. Once the healing has come, right? He's saying, I will heal. Nevertheless, keep watching. Don't quit looking for him. I will restore the city and heal the wounds of my people. We are his people. I will lavish them with peace and abundance. So we thank you, Father God, today for the peace and abundance that comes through the blood of Jesus Christ. transition to a time of giving uh, we're just going to continue just to worship today Lord I just thank you for the worship in this place and in this room Lord I thank you that as we continue Father that you are meeting us in every every place in every space Lord we thank you that even in our giving even in our giving that Lord we are returning to you we're returning to you Lord, I declare that over our health. I declare that over our salvation. I declare that over our lives. I declare it over our finances, Lord. I declare it over our minds. I declare it, Lord, that we're returning to you. I declare it over this country, Father, that this country, Father, would return to you. So, Father, we just pray a blessing. We pray a blessing over the offering, a blessing over every person. Lord, I just lift up Jerry Calendar to you. I saw him this week. And, Lord, we thank you for answers, and we thank you for health and healing in his body and his mind, Lord. We thank you for Jerry. We love Jerry. Jerry, we love you. God loves you. Father, we just press in for Jerry's healing. We contend for Jerry's healing, Father, every place and every space. Father, we love you. Bless this giving. Bless this offering. the offering as they do. I want to remind you that Pastor Colleen on Saturday mornings is doing a study of Isaiah for the ladies. Um, it's from 10 to 12 Saturday mornings. She's doing it every Saturday. So Except please this join upcoming them. upcoming Saturday, not Say this again. upcoming. Every Saturday, but this Saturday. Every other Saturday. <laughs> every other Saturday, just not this one. Not this Saturday. All the rest of them. say something you know in, in, in the book of Joshua 
God is telling Joshua to obey his commands, to be strong and courageous, to obey his commands. He tells him in verse 8 to be careful not to let the depart uh, the, the, the book of the law depart from his mouth and to meditate on it day and night so that he can be prosperous and successful in everything that he does. But then in around verse 10, he tells Joshua, he says, be strong and courageous, Joshua. Fear not because I'm with you. But we've never been this way. You've never been this way before. You've never been this way before. And I just want to tell you that even in this church, like we've never been this way before. And there's going to be things that are look messy or there's things that are going to, going to be imperfect. But I'm going to tell you something. We're going to continue as we continue to grow and we continue to move, as we continue to follow Christ. We've never been this way before. But we don't have to be afraid because God is with us and he's for us. And as long as we stand upon his word, we'll be, we'll be prosperous in all that we do. So be strong and courageous. The very first slide at the top is an inner healing teaching. I don't know if you can find it up there, if anybody's doing slides up there. I can't see because the light's on my face, but at the very top, there's a transformation ministry slide, and it's actually in Goodlettsville. Um, she may find it. Look at there. It's October 6th and 7th. It's a gateway. It's it's one of our partner churches here in Goodlettsville, but it's it's free and open to the public. If, you, if you've wondered about inner healing, if you've wondered, you know, what does it look like to, to meet for Jesus to meet you in those places, these are wonderful ladies that we partner with. And that's at Gateway Christian Center here in Goodlettsville, October 6th and 7th, free and open to the public. So please write that, put that on your calendar. I'm going to introduce a dear lady that's going to come and release some fire this morning. Her name is Pastor Patrice Brown. Y'all encourage her as she comes. Good morning. So good to be with you guys. So awesome to not be in 100 degree weather. Hallelujah. Yes, it's September. Yes, it's still hot in Texas. Hallelujah. But we love you guys. We honor you here at New Heights. And we just want to honor Pastors Brad and Shannon and their sweet family. Um, we met this couple at Pastor Callie Gray's Texas Tent Revival. I'm sure you're all aware of the tents, um, but anyway, um, never met them before and um, just felt this kindred spirit with them and just enjoy being with them and fellowshipping with them and talking about Jesus. That's good, isn't it? Amen. So I'll just tell you just really quick about us. Um, I, my husband and I are in a season of transition. Um, we pastored a church for um, 30 years. Um, and we just stepped away from that, turned it over to a spiritual son in March, and we don't know what we're doing. Anybody ever been there before with the Lord? God, what are we doing? All we do know is that he is in charge. I always say he's large and in charge because he's a big God. And um, I'll just let you know this, too. We're different. We're <laughs> uh, we just let God flow through us. And... Um, I was telling Pastor Brad last night, I have tried my best to stay in a little prim and proper box, and it just don't work with me. So just consider yourself warned this morning. 
Um, I just let Jesus be Jesus in me. And whatever that looks like, it looks like. So um, can y'all do me a favor just real quick? Can y'all smile? Okay, I feel better. <laughs> sometimes we just get so serious in church. We do. And I get that. You know, sometimes things are being said from the front and you're processing. And, you know, I just want to say shout out to this amazing worship team. Ladies, love your harmonies. I don't know if you can see your alto over there. My tenor octave below helping y'all out from the side. But um, we get in God's presence and, you know, it just, it's good. Amen. And let me just say this, church, don't take this for granted. Do not. I've had, I lead worship at our, led worship at our church. Haven't done that since March. But I'm, I'm, I've always been blessed to have multiple teams and bands and just love it all. And love, I was telling Pastor Brad, I, I'm about musicianship. I love musicianship. I love vocals and all those things and just bringing it before the Lord. And But, man, the last couple of years, it's just been me and Jesus and the keyboard and whoever dares to come into our church. Don't, don't take what you have for granted here. You pat them on the back. You tell them they're doing a great job. You say, thank you that you're pressing in for the anointing for this church, that you're helping us break through to the presence of the God, of God, because I'm telling you, not every church has this. It's a blessing. Can we just give them a hand? Is that okay? Is that all right? And don't take these sweet pastors for granted either. We've met some doozies of some pastors. Okay, I'm, I'm just real, y'all. Is that okay? Yeah, I can get up here and lie. Every pastor I've met has just been so wonderful and holy and just great. Mm. We've met some doozies. Like, oh, oh, Jesus. <laughs> you, you've got some precious, sweet, sweet people who love you. They, I'm telling you, they have not said a bad thing about you or this house. And let me tell you, like I said, we've met some doozies. It's like, why, why are you here? You hate these people. Get out. They love you. They honor you. They have bragged on you to us for the last three or four days we've been with you. You have just gifts, and I just want to encourage you to honor those gifts. You know, the Bible talks about, um, and Phil really likes to talk about this better than I do, but, you know, I am just felt led to share this this morning. You know, you honor a prophet, and you get a prophet's reward. Say that again. It's the same thing with your pastors. In other words, and that's not saying that you get, you know, finances, not that kind of award. You get the reward of the gift in your life. So when you honor these pastors, you're receiving them as pastors, and you're getting the gift to, of pastors in your life. And that, it is a gift. Um, has Pastor Callie, she's spoken here before. She's never, okay, behind me, you know Pastor Callie, that they've went and helped with the tents. He's Maybe some of you ladies um, watch her online. I, I'm privileged to kind of sub in for her. She leads prayer live on Facebook Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. Central Time. And I've kind of just been able to sub in for her if she's traveling or whatever. And, um, you know, Pastor Callie is just an amazing, mighty woman of God. And through her, that's how we met Shannon. And she, she has just imparted in my life something different. But I had to receive that. I had to honor her and receive who she is to me. So, you know, these pastors may bring this gift to you, and somebody else in your life may bring, bring that gift to you. But as you're honoring them, they're going to just, just bring something special to your life. And it is good to be and to have or be pastored and have a pastor. Can I get an amen from that? 
yeah, through the 